0: Welcome to Tapping Into Crypto, the podcast for everything cryptocurrency, from buying it, selling it, staking it, and everything in between. So if you're a beginner, a Bitcoin veteran, or just crypto curious, we've got you covered. In today's episode, we are going to be taking you through all things cryptocurrency, starting way back at the beginning and breaking down the basics so you are fully empowered to begin your own crypto journey. Before we get into it, I want to remind you that even the best experts have been in your shoes right now. Crypto is an extraordinarily hard concept to understand, but that is why we are here. And over the next few episodes, we are going to be walking you through everything you need to know to do your own research and be a crypto expert yourself. So let's get into it. Hey guys, we are back in the studio and today we are joined by Pav Hundle from SwiftX. Hey Pav, how are you? Very well. How are you? I am so well. Thank you so much for joining us today. You have a very fascinating role at SwiftX. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. My role here is uh, account manager. So um, I basically look after amongst a whole bunch of other people, mainly our high value accounts here at SwiftX. So uh, just, you know, understanding there's a whole bunch of new people coming into the space and just making sure everyone gets the right information, understanding the risks that are associated with the industry and just making sure they're getting into it in a, a way that best suits them.
0: Everyone's best friend yeah, over here. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: take that. Yeah. So good. And so what about you? How did your journey to crypto start?
1: yeah like most people uh potentially buying the top in 2017 eighteen I think that was sums up my start to crypto I think like a lot of people just sat on the sideline hearing about it for quite some time not feeling too sure about it and uh, when I did decide to pull the trigger was potentially the worst point to do it so <laughs>
0: But not compared to now?
1: No, absolutely not. Which I'm doing great now.
0: A hundred yeah. percent. I think it is like for so many people listening, 2017 was such a long time ago. Like if we had the opportunity to buy at those prices, they would be jumping on board straight <laughs> away. So, but the good news is that you held, I'm assuming.
1: Uh, majority of it, yes. But yep. uh, the other half trying to, yeah, do too much, I guess, is a, is a good way to put it. But definitely a good learning step. A hundred percent. Just diving in face first to yep. have to... Really work out what it was all about, what I got myself into. So uh, that's kind of where the journey started for me personally.
0: I love that, and it's so good. Like going from there to now being a high-value account manager, like that's a a pretty incredible journey and possible. You know, if someone's really interested (laughs) in learning about crypto, I guess. Because what was your background before you moved over here?
1: Yeah, it's definitely a weird one. Uh, So for the better part of ten years, was a pharmacist just working in Brisbane. So it was definitely just a perfect alignment of opportunity, and yeah, just ran with it. Essentially, running into the CEO of uh, SwiftX while we were still, I guess, an up-and-coming business, uh, and yeah. you know, now the hundred-plus staff sort of business that we are today—it's, um, yeah, it's just been an amazing ride. Uh, I wouldn't give it up for anything, but yeah, it's just one of those things you still pinch yourself over.
0: Amazing. So today we're going to talk about cryptocurrency and go right back to the basics because it is something that is so complex and Mm -hmm. it's so hard to understand for so many people. It's just, I don't even know where to begin. I tried researching it. Like I went to Google and I typed, what is cryptocurrency? And you would be mortified at the things that come back. Like the Oxford dictionary, I'm going to read it out to you because it is just, oh my gosh, I'll let you be the judge of it. So- the Oxford Dictionary defines cryptocurrency as a digital currency in which transactions are verified and records maintained by a decentralised system using cryptography rather than by a centralised authority. <laughs> It's a lot.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I, I forgot what you said.
0: Honestly, so. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's exactly the point of why we want to bring this podcast to yeah. everyone. Because when you Google what is cryptocurrency and it comes back with that, nine out of ten people are just going to close their laptop and go, hey, this is way too hard to understand.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty much you draw the line in the sand there, really. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's why you're here. We're going to get you to break this down for everyone who's listening. And we're going to do it at a really easy to understand. Understand level. So cryptocurrency pav, what is it?
1: So cryptocurrency, you can take those two words really and just break those apart. So crypto basically just defines the cryptographic sort of encryption that they use on the digital assets. And the currency is it's basically a currency. Um, another way to think of it is as a digital asset as well. So yeah, if you break that apart, that's all it means. It means secure or encrypted digital assets, really, is another way to potentially put it.
0: And cryptography, like that's actually something you can study.
1: Yeah, it's been around for a long time.
0: And not yeah. unique to cryptocurrency either. It's something that so many people use in an everyday application. But before today, if you've met someone on the street and they said, hey, I'm a cryptographer, you'd probably go, oh.
1: Yeah. It used to be the DaVinci Code. I think most people used to line it up to that. Now now it's cryptocurrency. So Yeah. yeah. Amazing.
0: So, cryptocurrency itself, it has so many benefits, but what do you think are kind of the key three?
1: Yeah. There's definitely three foundational benefits. So, I think number one, secure. Uh, Number two, immutable. Which we could talk about. uh, Mm -hmm. And decentralized, number three, I would say, are three pretty strong pillars for what makes cryptocurrency so great.
0: Let's go through every single one of them. (laughs) So, immutable, I'm going to start with that because it may be a word that people haven't heard before. What does that mean?
1: Just means what's been done can't be undone. So, you know, every single transaction ever since a cryptocurrency or digital asset was ever created is always recorded. And you can basically go back in time yourself as a member of the public and view all those transactions if you really wanted to.
0: Yeah. Amazing. And that leads into another benefit we didn't even touch on, but it's transparent, right? Mm. Like you can see that forever and ever.
1: That's right. It's not a case of you have to be within that organization to view it or anything like that. It's something that's completely public.
0: So you've got this, I guess, ledger that we've talked about, and we're going to go into that in a little bit more detail, mm-hmm. which can't be changed, which means it's immutable. Yep. What about security? How is cryptocurrency secure?
1: So let's say, you know, obviously at the end of the day, we're wanting to send currency aid from wallet A to wallet B. There's always in, you know, a lot of the cases, let's say for Bitcoin, there's an intermediary party that essentially verifies that that transaction actually occurred. So probably something we'd touch again in another episode is mining. So that's basically what that's all about. So you're having someone send... Money from account A to account B, and there's always a person in the middle verifying if that, that transaction never existed. And then essentially, once that transaction's been completed for a set amount of time, it's basically been confirmed that it's occurred. And once again, we talked about that immutable ledger being visible. You can go back and see that transaction in the past having been created and all of the subsequent transactions that have occurred afterwards. So you can basically find your transaction in amongst the past and the present and be able to see how it's actually formed part of the blockchain. And that's what makes it, I guess, so... Uh, reliable in terms of accountability for how transactions are made. And if it fails, it never exists to begin with. So yeah, that's um, I think in a roundabout way of sort of explaining how that works.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a really good, I guess, segue into decentralization and why that is key Mm -hmm. and also fundamental in how cryptocurrency works because security, like what you've just referenced there, Mm -hmm. we get that with a bank, right? Yeah. If it all works, if everything is going to plan, that person in the middle that's verifying the transaction in most instances is the bank or some other sort of body in the middle. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen in the cryptocurrency world. So can you talk us through how it works then if there's not a bank in the middle?
1: Sure. So... There are participants, like we mentioned, running these checks, verifying transactions. It's not in one centralized location, place owned by one particular body of people. It's decentralized. So, essentially, spread out across the globe, really, now. So, you'll find them in your street, potentially. I uh, never know.
0: The guy with all the solar panels on his roof. Yeah, there's
1: a reason why there's so many. <laughs> uh, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. But uh, the nature of that just is essentially what makes it perfect in a sense that, you know, something happens in a certain part of the world, be it political, be it natural disaster, there's always going to be more participants working in other places around the world, sharing their computer power mm-hmm. uh, to basically achieve the same result, just making sure that this blockchain technology keeps running the way it does.
0: And I think that's, you know, a really cool feature of it, I guess, that if one person decides not to participate, Mm -hmm. the whole thing doesn't crumble.
1: No, never any downtime.
0: Yeah, we love that. So good. Okay, so we've spoken about mining and we've spoken about all these transactions being stored somewhere. Mm -hmm. A lot of that, and not everything, but a lot of that uses blockchain technology as its foundation, which, again, is something that is hugely complex to explain, but I think is probably a beneficial thing for someone who's starting out to understand cryptocurrency to know. Mm -hmm. So what is blockchain technology?
1: Yeah, it um, can sound a bit abstract, but really, if you just think of it as a bunch of blocks or even boxes, if you will that are filled with transactions. So you can think of it as receipts, essentially. Uh, once they've been verified by those miners you talked about before, it basically goes into that block, gets sealed and linked together. So, you know, we talked about an immutable ledger. That's, that's kind of what that technology is. It's a bunch of blocks that have been chained together ever since day one. Mm-hmm. And you're able to go all the way along and follow it right back to what we call like a genesis block. So where it all started all the way up until today. And you have that ability of being able to to wait for these chains and blocks to form before you say, yep, that transaction occurred. So you're not having to just take someone's word for it. It's in a ledger that everyone is able to access and see. So that's, um, again, where that whole security aspect sort of comes in and yeah, why the word immutable is so important to cryptocurrency.
0: And this kind of like wraps it all back together, I think. You Mm. know, if we speak about cryptocurrency, and at a high level, we've spoken about that is a currency or a digital asset. Yep, that's right. That is protected and I guess, you know, encrypted by this cryptography. Yep. And then its benefits is that it's decentralized because everybody is participating to verify that these transactions are occurring, Mm -hmm. which makes it secure. And because it's all verified in this blockchain that is transparent and visible to everyone, it's immutable. It can't be changed.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely right. There's um, not Bitcoin flying across the sky like everyone would like to think it would be. (laughs) It's it's definitely there and there's a process. And once you sort of even 50% under the process, you can start to sort of go, okay, well, there might be something to this.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, we're going to go in another episode later in this season about Bitcoin itself Mm -hmm. and Ethereum and altcoins and everything else because there is so much to unpack there as well. But I think a huge benefit of that that you've kind of alluded to there is that you can see who's holding and buying Bitcoin and you can see... When they're purchasing more Bitcoin and yep. when they're doing other transactions, like, you know, there's not many commodities in this world that you can actually do that with.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Like it doesn't divulge any sort of personal information of that nature. Like it's all definitely still encrypted, like we keep saying, uh, but it does exactly show you what's happening in front of you. It's not a case of there's certain people with more access to it than another person everyone's on an even playing field and and that's what's so good about it.
0: Yeah, amazing. And I love that you also explained it as a digital asset as well, because (laughs) again, we will go into this in further episodes, but it's not just currency. Although the word is cryptocurrency, not everything is used for a means of exchanging currency.
1: Yeah, it's not always about using it to buy something. You know, the same reason you might buy stocks in a company is because you believe the team's great, the project's great, they're ambitious, they know what they're after. A lot of people look to cryptocurrency in a similar fashion, that they just have a a strong belief and they've got a great track record and it's a new project. Like you mentioned, there's so many. Um, These are the kind of things where people start to speculate. They start to invest. Uh, You might even trade if you get so sort of inclined to. Uh, It it really is up to you what what sort of approach you take. There's a lot there for everyone.
0: And we will. We're going to be here (laughs) to teach you how to do your own research. So, you guys are empowered. You can make these decisions. I think the project that brought it all home for me to understand that it's not just currency, Mm -hmm. there's a project, and I won't say the name of it, but it's a project that one of the major fashion houses has decided to utilise this technology. So what they're doing is that blockchain technology Mm -hmm. that is decentralised, it's immutable, no one can change it, it's secure, they are recording the authenticity tags of the bags on that ledger. So you know that that bag with code XYZ Mm -hmm. belongs to this person. It was sold on this date. And then when they go to resell it, as so many of us do, you know, upgrade that handbag time, (laughs) you can see that that's actually a verified authentic bag that was purchased from this fashion house on this date. And I think, you know, wow, why has this been for the last 10 years of my life? Because the amount of times I've nearly bought that Gucci handbag that looks so good (laughs) and was perhaps a little bit too cheap, it would have just been life-changing. And there's so many applications that cryptocurrency is just going to change the way that we live and the way that we operate. Like you spoke about things being immutable and not being able to be changed. Mm -hmm and things being transparent. Imagine if we had that for our government.
1: Yeah, you know exactly how many votes are made, right? Like there's definitely endless possibilities. What's possible, what's not possible, I guess, is for everyone else to decide. But I think even going back to when I started in 2017, you know, none of this was around in terms of real-life applications. So that's definitely, you know, if i had to encourage people to start researching and starting, you know, there's a lot to be learned. So unfortunately more than what there used to be. So that's kind of good in a sense to see that confirmation that the technology is useful. A lot of people applying it in a very clever ways, so it's um, really cool.
0: Amazing. Cool. All right. So from today, we just want you to know that if you don't get this, it is okay. Yeah, if right. we asked you to explain how a database works, how money is transferred across the world, I'm sure a lot of you couldn't tell us down to the finest detail how that's that right. works. So it is something that's complex. It is hard to understand, but we're here to help you and guide you along the way. And we're going to break it down. So next week we are going to talk to you all about exchanges and how you actually get started. So if this sounds like something you want to be Involved in, we will take you all through how to buy cryptocurrency, what to look out for, and where to go from here. So, thank you so much for joining us, Pav. This That's has been pleasure. epic, and I'm sure we will be hearing you on the podcast very soon. I'd
1: love to. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> thank Thanks you. so much. Cheers.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for today's show. If you liked it, don't forget to head over to the gram and join us at Tapping into Crypto. And before we finish up, just a general disclaimer that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and the opinions on this podcast belong to individuals and are not affiliated with any companies mentioned. Any advice is general in nature and does not take into account your own personal situation. If you're looking to get advice, please seek out the help of a licensed financial advisor. We'll talk to you soon.